So, Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. That's our opening clip right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Batman this week. This this week we are talking about Batman. Welcome to Mind Pizza, where we give you a piece of our mind. I'm John. I'm Daniel. And welcome. We are talking Batman. Are we talking all Batman, or are we just talking the newest Batman? Uh, I mean, I think this Your is choice. mostly in reaction to The Batman, the most recent movie that came out, uh, starring Robert Pattinson and directed by a person. I can't remember the director off the top of my head. I'm Not Christopher Nolan. Um, no. Uh, so, in response to that movie, but I think it'd be great to compare it to other Batmen, Batmen. Of, of previous times. So, we saw the Batman together, actually. Yeah, three or four weeks ago now. At the same time, three or four weeks ago. Yes. And we talked a little bit about it uh, afterwards, but it's been some time, so we've probably both had a little more time to think on it. What was your overall take on the film? Because currently, I guess I will say here, as I'm looking things up, so director was Matt Reeves. Okay. Uh, currently has an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 72% on Metacritic, and an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Interesting. Matt. I didn't think it was as amazing as that makes it out to be. Me neither. I'm trying to see also Matt Reeves, the director, what other things he's famous for directing. Okay, so he's famous for directing the last two of the most recent Planet of the Apes movies, which I do uh, love. Uh, Cloverfield? Oh, Really? Yeah. Huh. Cloverfield and 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yes. Yeah. So in any case, that's Matt Reeves. Um, so, I mean, for me at least overall, I will say I have to split my response into two parts. Because Do tell. I will say... Hmm. It's so tough for me. It's like describing my response to this movie is like trying to describe a quantum particle. I can describe its position or its momentum, but I can't describe both. And for me, it's like this movie, it's like visual or plot. And visually, I adored that movie. It visually looked incredible it is the prettiest batman movie we have ever gotten in my opinion it is prettiest just like most beautiful just from the lighting the set design the costume design especially batman's suit um the most aesthetic in terms yeah just aesthetically like if i were to just like i would say for me if i were to say let's just take random screenshots from batman movies and like, compare like them next to each other. Yeah, the Batman is going to have the best just like screenshots. Like I could make that a wallpaper on my computer. I would argue. I think it depends on what the wallpaper is. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> if we're talking about like the how like the the Wayne Manor mm-hmm. house or whatever, Dark Knight in that series has it beat by far okay yeah like but also it's a different vibe that they're going for yeah so like (laughs) i'm thinking of things of like 
the action the penguin looking out of the i guess i should say before all of this spoilers if you haven't seen the movie we're going to talk about spoilers i guess you should expect that but like the penguin looking out of the crashed car upside down and seeing batman like walking away from the explosion upside down like a bat just looked so cool or the scene when Batman comes up in the elevator in the iceberg lounge and the machine guns are like lighting up the dark mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. just see like a strobe effect of like yep. where he just was like some of those scenes just looked so freaking good. And so that's kind of the visual I'm thinking of. And there were other things like, you know, the Christopher Nolan movies also had some great frames and looked great. But, but I, I, thi- I think me, that's also the issue, though, is I think the new Batman. I like the vo- visuals. The plot wasn't so great, which is, I think, what you were going to say. Yes. I think we both left thinking that it could be an hour shorter. Yes. Because by the time that we left, it was like, who was who was what? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So I, I think from that, but I think Nolan had a better overall universe feel, oh, without a doubt, or like just the entire feel yeah. of it, because it felt like the yes, visually it felt good. Going into the like uh, club layer, mm-hmm. and then also how like they repeated that yeah. scene of Batman going in versus Bruce Wayne going in, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that w- that is the issue yeah. with v- it's the Batman, right? Yep. Like that's the issue. Is the plot wasn't the plot didn't carry it well, whereas yeah. the scenery and the plot in the Dark Knight, Batman Begins, mm-hmm. the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises is kind of I mean, iffy yeah. too. It kind of gets to that point too, where it's a visual yeah. thing rather than the plot. But it felt, I guess, to me, it felt like plot wise. You know, I can fault a lot of movies for just being like, this doesn't actually have a plot versus this movie definitely had a plot. It just felt a little bit over plotted. Yeah. Is I is if that's a term it to use. It just it felt did. like it had too much plot and they couldn't quite keep it all going with the right momentum. The outline in script was the outline was not edited enough. Yes. So that when they yep. added meat to the bones of it it was too bloated from a character point of view. Yeah. I think also to me, this was something I was discussing with a friend who this friend loved the movie. It's their favorite Batman movie. Hmm. And I was saying that I felt like the comedy balance was off of compared to Nolan's films where you have Batman, and he's dark and gritty because he's Batman. Yep. But you also are like, yeah, he's definitely the good guy still. But like, you're not going to get laughs out of Batman for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Bruce Wayne, who is likable, charming, stupid, and funny. You know, like you're going to get part of Bruce Wayne's. Bruce Wayne is the, the more human person. Yeah, and he is comedic relief of he's the one who's going to dive into the fountain at the restaurant and fall yep. asleep in the business meeting and like just do all these <laughs> stupid things that you totally expect about a rich billionaire to do. Yeah. And he's just going to act like an airhead. And that's part of what kind of makes it fun. 
And that's even part of the character of Bruce Wayne that Bruce yeah. Wayne has to keep up. Yeah, and that's like a classic character archetype that has yeah. been more or less part of Batman's character since the 30s mm-hmm. when he was first written in comics. Versus the Batman, the most recent one where Christopher Pattinson... Robert Robert Pattinson. Pattinson, not Christopher Pattinson. I knew that <laughs> sounded weird coming out of my mouth. I was like, ah, that didn't seem right. Robert Pattinson. Mr. Rob. Mr. Brent. Rob. Um, his Bruce Wayne was not very likable and definitely wasn't funny, which is fine. It's fine to take a creative new take on it. But I think my two issues with it were, one, a lot of the humor to me I couldn't tell if they were trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. And so like, I felt like I was laughing inappropriately because the Mm. humor would be things of like, you know, Oh, ho ho! the guy's detached thumb is connect to the flash drive. It's a thumb drive. And like, I don't know if you remember, but I laughed out loud in the theater at that. And I was like, I feel bad. I'm not, I don't know if they meant for that to be funny, but that's really funny. It is funny, like it's but it's dark, also that it's, it's also that shocking humor too. Yeah, or like they're in the apartment and Selena, and they're in Selena Kyle's apartment, and he's like, "You have a lot of cats," and she's like, "Yeah, I like cats." It was just like really flat, just really awkward. And, yeah, yeah, it was just like my friend was like, "Yeah, that was supposed to be funny," and I was like, "Yeah, see, I maybe." But if even if it was supposed to be funny, it fell kind of flat and it made so, me feel bad for laughing. So let me ask a question because uh, you and I, yes. during quarantine, during COVID, a year ago, year and a half yes. ago, both went through a very like lonely, isolated yes. period of time. Do you think that's part of the reason why we don't like Bruce Wayne is because he's oh. purposefully isolating himself? Ooh provocative question there was a thought that came to mind of like that's yeah i think so i think i have post covid i have a much bigger emphasis on the importance of community Mm -hmm. and so i think that was something that a i didn't like about bruce wayne and b almost made him feel like a not convincing character Mm -hmm. is because he was just like I'm by myself and I like being by myself. And, and I'm it's still like sulking on this one thing. And it's like, okay, yes, but like you're an adult and I'm, am I supposed to expect that you've been doing this your entire life? Like no, nobody would be functioning at that point. I don't know. Like it made him yeah. almost unbelievable as a character because I was like, there's no way you literally live your life this way. Yeah. I don't know. What would you think? I, I, th- I think that's part of it, and I think it's the uh, self-pitying yeah. part of it. Um, I don't know. I <laughs> The question came to mind. I didn't necessarily have an answer for myself. Um, but I think it would have probably hit different if yeah. it had been before COVID. Yep. Is my guess. Um, I did think the thumb drive was funny. Um, the cats thing was more like weird because I put myself yeah. in that situation. And I'm like, I I think part of it is I identified too well with Bruce at times. Yeah. Of, I would say that. 
oh yeah i wouldn't say it to be funny yeah you'd just be like (laughs) why do you have so many cats yeah because i like cats yeah and then you give a little chuckle (laughs) yes just like that just like that i think so i think one of my other issues with because on one hand i respect the direct you know the director's take and or if it was robert pattinson's take or whatever of kind of taking a new approach to Bruce Wayne and kind of making Bruce Wayne also kind of a a darker character like Batman. Definitely a creative new direction. However, again, I think the having Bruce Wayne and Batman be very different gives you that comedic and tonal balance that you need in a Batman movie to make the pace, make the movie not feel overwhelmingly just dark and glum. Um, and I think that's something like the Dark Knight movies did really well. And I think that's something they could have done really well in these movies too, only because Robert Pattinson is such a charming actor when he wants to be Mm -hmm. like, or when he's allowed to be. Yeah. Like I think of two examples I think of are Tenet where he is a charming character. Like you cannot dislike his character in Tenet. It is impossible to not like him. And then I think of when he played um, the ostensible villain in The King, uh, which is a movie on Netflix. He's the bad guy, more or less. And he's still charming. Like, you don't necessarily like him, but you're like, he's just got charisma and you want to listen to what he has to say and he's funny. And so, like, he can do that. And if they had let him do that as Bruce Wayne, I feel like he would have just knocked it out of the park and potentially this could have been one of my favorite iterations of Batman. Uh, but they didn't do that. Um, so that was one of my other little issues with that. Just I felt like they were kind of wasting some of Robert Pattinson's potential on that front. Um, and it's kind of the same. I, I felt like in hindsight, having now seen the Twilight movies, I feel like they did a similar thing to him then, albeit he didn't have the acting career he has now when he was doing those movies. But in hindsight, that was a similar thing where they were like, play this glum existentially crisis character always. And it's like, yeah, but like also, yeah, maybe don't like make him more of a round character. But I mean that, that is the character. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And he does a great job of playing the character that is written. So, um, had another question regarding specifically the batman oh i guess disagree with me on this Uh uh-oh or not (laughs) i felt like so my friend said well the reason you didn't like this movie is because you like superhero movies and it wasn't actually a superhero movie which i think I disagree. You disagree? Okay, wow. We didn't even get to the part I was going to disagree. Well, so I dis- I disagree with the yes. premise that this is not a superhero movie. Yes. One, it is. It is a comic book superhero. Yes. Now, it's not the stereotypical MCU thing. Yes. But I'll, also, I am so sick and tired of MCU. So the fact that it wasn't an MC- MCU and it didn't fall under that. Yep is more of would would probably get me more involved 
but it, it, it no. see me it's like mcu just keep chucking it at me all day i don't care i, don't I love I, it all i was kind of disappointed by endgame um uh, i i loved endgame but that's another discussion <laughs> that's a whole whole other thing so i do think this this points to a good thing of i do feel like and this is something that the mcu has learned to do better for the or more often in their later movies, I think, is that superhero movies do best when they are a superhero movie and. So it's superheroes and space opera, superhero movie and Bond movie, superhero and heist movie. So Who like is the Bond movie? Um, Black Panther. I didn't see that as Bond, but okay. It, it has that like, it has those spy movie elements. Okay. Specifically, when they're in, um, oh, whenever they're they're going to the nightclub, and you know they've got the CIA agent there that who, who's also there to track down the same thing with the mm, sketchy guy and okay. all those like there's lots of those elements and yep. like we made you this special tech and you've got these shoes that don't make sound yep. and like yep. there's lots of those elements to it and obviously it's not a spy movie but it has superhero I can, and I that can see it now. or Ant Man is superhero and heist movie yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is superhero and space comedy. Yep. Um, you know, Spider Man's going to be superhero and coming of age movie. Uh, you know, and so like when you have more than just superhero movie, it usually is a better, more convincing, more engaging story. I feel like this was, you know, the Batman was superhero and noir crime thriller, more or less. I think that's what they were going for. That's what they were going for. I felt like they balanced over hard into the noir crime thriller, and it didn't really have as much superhero element myself. Because here's what else. Yeah, what else? I, I can see that. Well, I mean, Batman's not necessarily supposed to be a superhero in like no. normal superhero no, terms. Exactly, either. but. I guess I'll say, okay, let's say, yes, this is a noir detective crime thriller. It's just our noir detective happens to dress like a bat Mm -hmm. and has technology. He sucks. He's a bad detective. And that was my biggest problem with the movie is that he was a bad detective. Like a good detective movie, the the detective is like figuring things out and sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong like great detective movie like the sherlock holmes ones with robert um yeah why am i blanking on his last name about the Rd, robert downey jr robert downey jr yes okay i just kept thinking iron man yeah tony stark tony stark sherlock holmes but those were great where it's like he's figuring things out and sometimes he gets a half step ahead and sometimes he's a half step behind but he's kind of rolling with it and it's like he's human but like he's sometimes getting it right and he's probably operating at a higher level than the yeah, average human. and i think also there though it's a lot more comedy driven too true true so i think that's part of it too but just from a detective level batman sucked as a detective he didn't figure anything out until it was too late yeah. like he would have just figured out Oh, that's what that... Like, the first clue, he finally figured out just in time for the next person to get killed. And then the next clue of, like, the the rat with wings took him the rest of the movie 
to figure out. And by the time yep. he figured it out, the Riddler was already arrested. So then he goes to talk to the Rid- the Riddler in the prison, at which point the Riddler's like, ha ha, I had a bigger thing. And he's like, what was the bigger thing? And then the bigger thing happens. It was like, Batman was just a step behind the entire, the entire way. movie. Yep. Like, he didn't win. <laughs> like... No, but I also like he uh, the the final scene he he helped make it so they didn't lose as bad. But he was a step behind and he lost the entire movie. Like he was a bad detective. Can, can we talk about Riddler? Yes. I think he's not compelling at all. Yeah. His his reason for action is didn't make sense. Well, that and specifically targeting Bruce Wayne maybe it's because i'm more sensitive to how our culture feels or like yeah. these sorts of things but it feels like the conversation that is kind of happening in the culture generally of they have it and i don't and that's not fair yeah <laughs> if you break it down the riddler's motivation especially towards the last part where he starts yes. talking about bruce wayne it is literally Bruce Wayne is not as uh, down and out as I am. We're both orphans, but you can't call him an orphan because he's a rich kid who grew up well, I in think, a I think tower. it was his thing of he was like, we're both orphans. And there was this whole thing of like, Thomas Wayne was going to help us orphans. And then Thomas Wayne died and everybody forgot about us orphans because they were all worried about Thomas Wayne's orphan. When he's like, we were all Thomas Wayne's orphans and you just forgot about us because we weren't related to the guy who died. It's like, I get his point of being like, we're the same, but we're not being treated the same. But then he goes on to hate Bruce Wayne. Well, yeah, exactly. For that reason. Yes. Yeah. Which isn't valid, obviously. But it did feel like a bit of a weak motivation. I guess I was saying more with my my friend I was discussing with I was frustrated I was frustrated with Bruce Wayne A just because he wasn't likable and he was creepy um but also because like he so he lives in this horrible city that he doesn't like and it's all broken down and crime ridden and blah 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 and it's like either leave or B you're Bruce Wayne (laughs) do something like Literally, who else could do something about this? But instead, it's like, he's like, okay, I'm going to do something about it. It's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to become an insomniac and dress like a bat and just punch random people on the street. And it's like, how did you think that was going to solve the problem? (laughs) Like, like you have systemic injustice issues and crime issues and all these things. And it's like, so, like, you're a rich person with resources and connections and you didn't think, like oh, what if we, like, made better systems to, like, care for the people who aren't being cared for in our city or, you know, justice system reform or any of these things? It was like, no, I'm just going to punch random people on the street who are doing bad things. It's like, it seems a little short-sighted. And then he also decided to do it while dressed like a bat, which is its own thing. Uh, But it's a superhero movie, so we're going to allow some of that. (laughs) Which is fine. But I guess it was just... On that end with the Riddler, like, and my friend made the point of they're like, well, that was the Riddler's whole point was that like, if anyone could have done something about this, it was the Waynes, specifically you, 
but instead you didn't do anything about it and on top of that you don't really deserve to be venerated the way you have been because there's skeletons in your closet um so like creative villain direction but yeah i agree he was not super compelling i don't think his core motivation was compelling i thought he was an interesting villain yeah i feel like he was if i could do a spectrum of villains Mm. i would say for me he was a uncanny valley halfway point between killmonger and black panther okay who has like pretty clear motivations yeah of like you you have what i want and what i should rightfully have and i'm going to execute this plot to take it yep and i'm going to do it in a very mastermind kind of way and the joker in the dark knight who literally has no real motivation and it's just kind of like the world is crazy and absurd and i'm just going to show it to you and i'm just i just want to watch the world burn kind of thing where it's like he doesn't really have an overarching motivation it's not about the money (laughs) you know he's He's, there just to have some fun yeah exactly and i feel like they were trying to do both with the riddler And they ended up just doing either one not as well as they could have. Like, they could have done one or the other, and they just kind of hit the middle. Mm -hmm. I didn't love that. That being said, you know, they teased that perhaps the Riddler and the Joker might have a friendship in a later movie, which could get very interesting. Yeah, I thought that Joker kind of looked... I mean, we could barely see him. I know, but, like, from the little, it was like... I mean, the actor who is playing yeah. him, I quite like that actor. Who is the actor? Uh, he is most famous for... He was in Dunkirk. Okay. Um, and he was uh, most recently in a superhero movie. He was in Eternals. He played um, Druig. Uh, Didn't watch Eternals. Oh, okay. I haven't um, watched anything since that in game. He's an Irish actor let me pull him up here barry keoghan um quite a good actor so i would love to see him in a future movie and do his take that being said i feel like we've had so many takes on the joker at this point that i would love to see them just take some like i what i I did appreciate that they did go with the red layer on that yeah but i i guess for me i'm like we've I want to see a Batman movie, like a serious, not like George Clooney, bat nipples, Batman, (laughs) but like a serious Batman Mm -hmm. movie, be it the Batman or a different one. Serious Batman movie where the villain is like King Shark or like Kite Man, like some just like Calendar Man, like one of those like absurd villains from the 70s that you're like, there is no... physical way you can take this character like there's no way you can take this villain seriously and then they just like knock it out of the park like that is how you would earn my respect as a batman director if you could just be like (laughs) this is a movie about a dead-ass serious batman taking on kite man like that is how you win daniel's seal of approval (laughs) that's what i want to see that's all i want (laughs) 
<laughs> so that being said, what Batman iterations have you seen? Like Batman movies have you seen? Because I haven't seen all of them. I'm familiar with all of them, but I haven't seen all of them. I have only seen the Christopher Nolan uh, Joker, the movie. Mm-hmm. And then this one. I did see Suicide Squad, but I don't really think that counts. Did you see Batman versus Superman? No. So you didn't so you haven't seen Ben Affleck Batman. No. Okay. So I have seen Jeez, there have been three different Batmans in like Oh, there have been years. a lot of yeah, there have been a years. lot. Yes. But yeah, so you've got the main ones. I think there are some other Batmans here and there, but you've got the main ones of 1960s Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. You've got um, 1989 Batman, who was what's his face, Birdman actor. Um, oh, him. Yeah. Um, really famous. Keaton. It's Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. He's one of yeah. one of, if not the most famous Batman prior to. Um, the Christopher Nolan movies. Um, Then you've got George Clooney, Bat Nipples Batman. (laughs) Everybody knows Batman Batman and Robin. Uh, That was also when Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Then you've got (laughs) the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. Christian Bale Batman. Then you've got Ben Affleck. Then you've got Ben Affleck. So you've got six And then you've got Robert Pattinson. So. That's not even including the animated ones. Yes, but we're Holy just going to go for let's just go for live action because clearly cow. Batman the animated series was a so, work of art. Well, it's a phenomenal which one. There are several. Well, the the original yeah. like the the 90s the the one we think about. Uh that I was never like really watched it. I didn't watch it until I was an adult, but the few things that I have seen like Mask of the Phantasm is great. Um animated Batman's aside. Yes. Of the live-action Batmans, what's your favorite one? How would you rank them? Um, granted, by that count, it's only four movies I've seen. You can count ones you haven't seen, too. I don't really remember the okay. rest of them. For memes' sake, uh, Nipple Batman, number one. <laughs> I, I just, Damn you. I just. Do um, you? Do you? I do. I, I do jest here. <laughs> we need to see a George Clooney, Bat Nipples Batman, and Nicolas Cage Superman team-up movie. Yeah. So, from... Yeah. From... Uh, oh, gosh. What is his name? The actor from... The Christopher Nolan ones. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. There we are. Christian Bale, number one. Robert Pattinson, number two. Okay. Ben Affleck, number three. Like, in terms of those yeah. Batmans. I, yeah. I yeah. Ben Affleck from the posters and everything yes. just seemed too fake and weird and, like, almost over the top. Yeah. About how, like, yep. everything's mechanized and just brute. Yes. It's like, that's not... So... So, yeah, those three. Yeah. And then I can't remember the other three. So the ones I've seen are the Christian Bale, uh, Ben Affleck, and then Robert Pattinson. Um, I have not gone back to watch the 1989 
Michael Keaton. Um, I guess I've technically seen the 1960s Adam West Batman, so I have to throw that one in there. Um, I've not seen George Clooney Batnipples Batman. Um, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Um, so, <laughs> just because of how my brain works, I have to first go off just visual aesthetic of the Batman itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to say, Batman himself has never looked better than in the Batman. Like, he just looked so dang good. I mean, he looked very similar to the Arkham Asylum I did appreciate that the bat uh, yeah. symbol actually it was, a good, was usable. It was a good balance of, like, okay, it's Batman. He's dressed like a bat. It can't be practical. But it still felt pretty practical of, like, yeah, the bat symbol is an actual tool that he can use. That makes yeah. sense. And, like, it looked armored but not over the top. Um, so I liked all that. Second, I would actually put Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, this is visually or just overall? Just visually. Okay. Um, because, I mean, it was very ripped straight from the comic books. Like, it looked like a comic book Batman of gray suit, black gloves, black little Batman mm-hmm. symbol on the top. And specifically, it was ripped from The Dark Knight Returns, which is probably the most famous Batman comic uh, which was all about you know a retired Bruce Wayne coming back as Batman, and that was kind of the aesthetic that Ben Affleck was going for the entire time of like bulky, older, still ripped but a little past his prime Batman. Yeah, and that was kind of the aesthetic he was going for, and I felt like overall he eh, he nailed that pretty well. Um, I didn't like his Bruce Wayne. His Bruce Wayne was not likable either. Um, I'm biased because my favorite superhero is Superman and he was trying to kill Superman, which is not going to make me like it. Um, (laughs) But I'd say visually it looked really good. And there were frames that were just ripped straight from the comics. Like it looked just like the comic book frame, uh, which is also kind of that director's thing. Um, I did not like the Christian Bale Batman suit. I liked the logo with like the straight wings that looked cool, but the actual suit itself, I just did not like. They tried to make it practical, but just didn't look didn't look right to me. And I think it was mostly just because the entire thing was black and there was no like color um, Interesting. contrast other than like the gold belt. And it just didn't something about it didn't look right to me. Also, the way they set up his actual like mask just fit his face kind of funny um and so to me it always looked like christian bale had duck lips whenever he was in the suit like he was kind of doing a duck lips thing and it just always looked weird especially because he was talking like this but he had duck lips and it was just really hard to take him seriously um so i didn't actually like his so i would put the keaton batman visually above him just suit wise even though the keaton batman had some horrible things of the fact like it's famous that that suit didn't have a neck so he couldn't turn his head like he had to just turn his whole shoulders if he was going to turn so it was a disastrous but when he was standing straight it looked really cool um so i'd kind of do that but as far as actual movie as a whole yeah the it's Christopher Nolan. Of course, the Christopher Nolan movies go first. Like, <laughs> I love Christopher Nolan's films, and the Dark Knight movies are no exception. They're just plot, visuals, overall, characterization, acting, everything. Like, they're just, just 
solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd say, honestly, I think they're even more solid if you just don't count The Dark Knight Rises. Christopher Nolan didn't want to make that movie, yeah. and he was contractually yep. obligated to do so. And so yep. he did, and he did a great job considering that... He didn't like it. He didn't really want to do that. It was like, Batman Begins was so that he could make The Dark Knight. And The yep. Dark Knight is a work of art. It is a wonderful film. I'm like... I, there, I can't really think of something I would have done differently with The Dark Knight. It's just a really good movie. So that has to go first. Um, Why so serious? Yes. Um, if we allow for director's cuts, <clears throat> I would put the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman and the Snyder cut of Justice League second after the Nolan films as far as like what I like as a film as a whole. And that would be hmm. the Ben Affleck Batman Batman with the director's cuts. albeit then they're like four hours long. They flesh out his character a lot more. His motivations make a lot more sense and I'm totally good with it. Um, also there's the scene at the end of the Snyder cut of justice league. That's like the post-apocalyptic future vision where you get to see Ben Affleck Batman like on this post-apocalyptic trip to stop an evil Superman and he's got his like sketchy gang of heroes which is consists of like you know an older Flash him like Batman wearing a leather jacket I think maybe Harley Quinn. I can't remember. No, Harley Quinn's not there. Um, it's Aquaman's girlfriend. Um, and then the Joker. And so you get to see this interaction between Jared Leto Joker and Ben Affleck Batman. And it is the most chilling, tense, gritty, epic in interaction between a Batman and a Joker. Like, it is probably my favorite interaction between those two characters acted out in film. It is really, really well done. Of, like... And they just, like, don't pull punches. Of, like, Jared Leto's Joker is just, like... Yeah, hopefully we don't all die like your parents. To which Batman's, like... Hopefully we don't die like Harley Quinn. And you're just, like... Wow, all right. Like, (laughs) you know... And, like... Like, the Joker says something and Batman's, like... Let me be very clear to you. Like you are here because you have a very set like specific set of skills that we need for this mission. The moment we don't need those skills anymore, You're I will gone. kill you. Ooh. Which is like Batman doesn't kill people in most iterations. Yeah. So you're like, "Oh, wow." Okay then. So it's like it's a great iterate. So I think that one I would put second. And then, you know, the Batman I would put third. Um, it, I, it was oh, it was okay. Uh, I didn't love it, but it was okay. Um, honorable mention to Lego Batman. <laughs> Will Arnett's Lego Batman. It's a horribly wonderful film. There. I had to put it in there. <laughs> the actual film of Lego Batman is really not that good. But Lego Batman in the Lego movie is hilarious. Yes. And I love it yep. so much. If anything, just because he, he is... Lego Batman is the polar opposite of my personality in every regard. And that's why I love him so much. (laughs) So that would be my ranking. 
lastly, there was a long pause there. There was a long pause. I wasn't sure where you were going. So we've ranked Batman. But I've also said that Batman is one of my least favorite superheroes. I don't like Batman. Yeah. So I know you're not as much of a superhero aficionado as I am. Yes. Do you have a favorite superhero? (sighs) Or do you care? Um, so my favorite like character in that world is probably Deadpool. Okay. Um, that makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, listeners who do not know me personally, you must be made aware that I have a lot of Deadpool stuff right next to me. I have a Deadpool Pez dispenser. Now, here's the thing. There's a Deadpool taco truck. I thought it was a chimichanga truck, but taco truck. Yes. Taco truck. Um, my car has a Deadpool sticker on the gas cap. Yes, it does. I have not bought or given (laughs) myself anything Deadpool related ever in my life. That is all from family and friends. Um, I have to confess to you. Uh, oh, I've had a Deadpool action figure in my apartment for like six months that I've been meaning to hide in your apartment <laughs> at some point. And I think it's even like in the like leaning the on the side <laughs> pose and I've been meaning to hide in your apartment and I just haven't yet. So that's going to happen at some point. So I think that that like uh, that I think he's kind of funny. But in terms of like superheroes, um, maybe not for actually the superhero part, but I think Iron Man and I don't even necessarily say it for myself I but I think he is one of the reasons that we have as many engineers going into the engineering yep. world as we do yep um, there's a whole generation of engineers that are we're like I want to be Iron Man I want to be Iron Man or saw Iron Man and went that's cool or saw yeah. Jarvis and went I want to build an AI yep um, and so for that I really appreciate that my uh, siblings have co- told me that I am Captain America if I was a superhero. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't I know. feel like you're somehow in the halfway land between Deadpool and Captain America, which is an interesting land to exist in because <laughs> those are very different characters. <laughs> very. <laughs> I read a comic once that was. Uh, Deadpool, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it was a team up with Deadpool, Wolverine, and Captain America. And it was so weird. (laughs) Because Captain America was just like, we need to do this the right way. And Wolverine was like, we just need to do this. And I don't care how we do it. And Deadpool was just like, and we have tacos. (laughs) You're like... It was just madness. What's funny is I think all three of those people like define who I am in some some yes. way, shape, or form. Of there's the ah whatever yeah. de- part of it Deadpool. depends on which John you're getting that yes, day. Yes, if John's tired and he's just feeling goofy and weird, roommate uh, had an interesting time with that. I think it was Monday. I was laughing the whole night for no good reason. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, Wolverine, you pissed me off. You're like, we You're just got to get this done. Don't care how. F it. We're getting done. Yep. And then, yeah. Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
kind of makes sense. I, uh, oh, yeah, you. I mean, this probably does not come as a surprise. My favorite superheroes are tied to Captain America and Superman. It just depends on what oh, if we're talking. Good boy. <laughs> if we're talking DC or Marvel. It's just, you know, whichever one you're talking about, that'll it'll, it'll be that respective one. Uh, but after that, um, you know, in DC, I like The Flash would probably be my second favorite. And then that kind of ends in DC. I don't really just have a bunch of characters that I love. Um, but in Marvel, I have quite a few. So after Captain America, I'd say Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Daredevil are three of my favorites. Okay. I really like those characters. And each for different reasons. I like, I appreciate Wolverine's just kind of gritty, let's get things done attitude. I like Spider-Man's just kind of spunky creativity generally kind of a positive character but also has this like underlying determination that i really appreciate i really appreciate what they ended up doing with tom holland's yeah spider-man and i think he's just got this just as far as superheroes go he's just got a good power set mm-hmm. of just a very unique weird power set that's that still pretty practical very useful yeah and then also like the way that they wrote this version of the character yeah. of he actually is smart and he's the yes. one who designed the stuff that he uses like yes. makes sense as an engineer i appreciate yes. it <laughs> and then daredevil i really really like um and i actually i liked him before the the netflix series but then after the netflix series i liked him even more he's just a great character of just this morally conflicted character who feels this strong moral obligation to make the world better and stop injustice and that practically comes out in three different ways in his personality of one being daredevil and punching bad guys two he's a lawyer so he's trying to do that and then three he's also catholic and that's also part of his kind of view of morality the interesting thing is that the Catholic lawyer and Daredevil, those two mechanisms of fighting injustice often conflict with each other. Where he's like, okay, I just went out and like punched the bad guys. That's not really, that doesn't really fit with my faith super well. And then, like, with the lawyer, he's like, okay, like, let's fight injustice. Let's make the world better. But the system is flawed and injustice isn't always stopped by you know, our justice system. So that's where daredevil comes in, but that's also illegal. And I'm a lawyer. Yes. I like that. Yeah. So I like that good. He just has good tension and conflict in his character, which I really appreciate. So, but there are other characters that grow in me, like, you know, Groot from guardians of the galaxy. I just love, (laughs) I am Groot. I mean, honestly, I feel like if I actually was a character in Marvel comics, it would probably be Groot. Like <laughs> it's probably the closest like to who I would practically speaking actually be. Um, I'd love hey, to be you're, Captain you're America. Like halfway to being a tree already. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I would love to be Captain America, but I would probably be Groot. Um, and then recently, there, there's been the new Moon Knight series on disney plus and i've quite enjoyed that Uh, so moon knight is increasing on my list he's not in my top at this point but he is increasing um and he's one you might like too because he's got a like dissociative identity disorder Mm -hmm. so he's got multiple different personalities 
and he's kind of got he's got one very wolverine like personality and one much more deadpoolish personality hmm. so like he has this good combo of those different like let's get this done versus like what if we just didn't what if we you just know? did had fun yeah. yeah well thus far it's like we know there are more personalities but we only know two of them and one of them is like a gritty capable like ex-marine type character uh-huh. like just intense let's get it done yep and very morally gray the other character is like this kind of prim pacifist vegan british man <laughs> and so you have this very intense like american cia operative and then sometimes he'll switch and he'll be like hello my name's steven like i'm a vegan <laughs> like when we meet him like steven works at a gift shop in a museum and he is an absurd character <laughs> like he's just this absurd lovable little british man who's a pacifist but he lives in the body of a cia operative and it's so funny and so like i've really been liking this character too because it's even just little things of like then he can like by the power of moon knight stuff like summon his moon knight suit and when he's the cia operative he summons this like very batman like suit if he's got this hood and it covers his face and he's got a cape and he's got cool boomerang things that he throws and he looks like a superhero and he looks really intimidating but then if he's steven the british guy and he summons the suit it's literally an all-white three-piece suit <laughs> with like a deadpool looking mask over the top but like it's literally a suit and like the first time he does it he summons it and the cia personality is like what is this like what 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 did you just like what suit did you just summon and the british guy's like i don't know and he looks in the mirror he's like but i kind of like it looks pretty good you know and, he, and he's got even little like de- like a daredevil style like uh fighting stick things okay. and he like pulls out these stick things he's like hello what are these little stick things I'll know, but I kind of like them. And he's just kind of like using them like drumsticks. Like he has no idea what they are. He's utterly incapable. Like Steven is in the body. He's in the body of this incredibly capable man. And he is utterly incapable to do anything other than like be knowledgeable about Egyptian architecture. And I just love him so much. And it's so funny. So Moon Knight is very much rising in my, in my list of superheroes. So... Well, that's all my thoughts on superheroes and Batman. Hmm. Do you have any other thoughts? Zoe Kravitz has cheekbones. Yes, she does. Holy cow. That is a that is a good last thought. She does. That is true. <laughs> no, actually, a couple like, last thoughts. Um, uh, like Doctor uh, well, Strange level cheekbones. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch level cheekbones where you're just like, wow. Just, wow. Damn. I forget, the, I forget the name of that actual bone on your skull, but it's just like know. very prominent on some people. Yes. And maybe it was like the makeup that they did on her, but true, like very attractive. Besides the point, <laughs> um, mo- mostly it was <laughs> yes. Well, more of it was the cheekbones are the thing that stuck out to me, but still an attractive person. But besides the point, I think 
the Batman is going to lead to a lot more people riding motorcycles. We have a friend uh, who already saw the Batman and went, I want a motorcycle. Well, I'm going to get a motorcycle. Wait, was that why they got a motorcycle? Yes. Oh, I did not know that yes. was the genesis of them getting a motorcycle. Yes. There um, were some great motorcycle scenes in the Batman. I liked the motorcycle that Bruce Wayne used. I hated the motorcycle Batman used. Because it was the same motorcycle, No, right? it was different. Oh, it was different? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty sure they were different models. But yeah. Because like, I remember you saying that like, you felt like Batman's motorcycle should be a little bit more beat up and DIY, kind of like his car was. Or his Batmobile was. Yeah, like his bike was But instead was just, it was like pretty... like It, it was... A matte black, fresh out of the factory bike. Like, it looks just like a bike that you would buy. Yeah, whereas, like, all black. Yeah, but. Whereas the Batmobile was this old hunk of junk that he put, like, a V12 in. <laughs> like, flame, blue flaming engine in the back. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> no reason why it should be the way it is. Yes. Also, kind of Other than cool it Batmobile. looks so freaking cool. Yeah. But yeah, then you have that with the super hyper clean, like... Yeah, the, bat, as, the aesthetic didn't bat, match up very bat, well. Bat bike or whatever you want. I don't remember what it's called. Say what you will about the Christian Bale Batmobile, the like tank looking thing. The fact that it had a motorcycle inside the tank was so cool. Oh, yeah. I no, love I, that. I, I actually did like the Batmobile. The, and then the, the Tumbler, I believe the it was tumbler. called. Yeah. I, I did like that a lot, but I think, yeah, you're going to get a lot more people who actually yes. will ride bikes because I think our generation grew up with Batman on this big motorcycle that where there was no possible way you were ever yeah. going to ride a thing yeah. like that. But now it's like, oh, there's this cool because it, it's closer to a bobber style. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with what that Not looks at like. All. The Bruce Wayne bike is a very different style than the batman bike okay and the bruce wayne bike is actually closer to that more diy type mm. so yeah gotcha those are my last thoughts cheekbones and motorcycles <laughs> lastly on the topic of batmobiles as much as i loved the batmobile in the batman um i liked it much more than i think the my least favorite batmobile of all time is the ben affleck batmobile it was dumb it had guns on the front and he's batman like that just he does not make sense like guns. he literally had machine guns on the front of the batmobile and i'm like mm. that is diametrically opposed to the character that makes no sense from a design perspective um yeah the christian bale one was fine it doesn't look good but it practically makes sense for the character See, and, and I, like how the character developed and my pushback even on the the bat suit is i actually quite appreciated both the batmobile and the batsuit oh, in that because he was not going into it of here's how i'm going to look yes it was all about function very little of it was about form so if you think about that it makes it sense. makes a lot more sense for him to wear all black yeah or like things that are very like but aesthetically it looked like that was what he was trying to do which is good and i get that's what they were trying to do but at the same time it it mm, it just didn't like it just, just didn't put a, look put good. Coat of, he literally just put a coat of paint over military stuff. Yes. Which is what Does it he come did. in black? Yes. Um, Does it come in black? I think my favorite Batmobile of all time, 
forever and always shall always be the 1960s Adam West Batman movie, Batman Batmobile. I don't remember what this looks like. It is a to Google we go. Car. To Google we go. To away. Google we go. It is snazzy and admittedly i'm probably i am probably biased because when i was a kid i had my dad's old like corgi car oh the one like no roof on it no roof on it it's got the two little like mini cabins it's like a very (laughs) 60s fins on the car red details little rocket launchers on the back like there's just something about it that i'm just like yeah, that's the car Batman drives. Like, I don't care what Batman you're talking about. That's the car that Batman drives. <laughs> like, and I get that it, like, that doesn't look practical. Like, there's no way that would actually protect him. But it's like, it just has this level of, like, the Batmobile is where Bruce Wayne and Batman meet. Or it's like, this is going to be an incredibly capable car. Incredibly fast. It's got all these cool tools. It's got buzz saws. It's got rocket launchers. It's got all these things. But also, it's just going to look snazzy. <laughs> like, the Batmobile is where Batman fights crime in style. And he doesn't skimp on his car. Um, so I don't know. I've always liked the, the 1960s Batmobile. Got a special place in my heart. That's interesting, because I... I I don't know why, but growing up, are you familiar with Corvettes at all? A little bit. So there's the 1976 Stingray. Mm-hmm. That's what my aunt and uncle had for a long time. They're they're big Corvette people. My my dad's side of the family is. Um, but it it to me always looked like a Batmobile mm. type car because it was black Corvette. Yes. So sleek, fast, but it had like the Stingray back then had these big curves on the front Mm. of it that made it look like kind of that more ridiculous uh (laughs) type yeah car so interesting it is fun to see how the batmobile has evolved over time you can look up posters that are like batmobile evolutions and it's fun to see all the different weird versions it's gone through of like this all black really long car that has a turbo engine in the middle like a like a turbine engine in the middle all these different things and it's fun to go back to the humble origins ah yes the stingray yes i see that now yep yep the humble origins of the batmobile which were in the original comics in the 30s it was just a normal blue car that batman drove therefore it was the batmobile because it was the car that batman drove the only thing that made it special was was that that batman Batman drove it it. (laughs) (laughs) which i just love that like it has become this mythical thing of like it has to have all these gadgets and has to be capable and has to protect him it has to do all these things and it was like originally no it was like batman's honda civic (laughs) it was just like Batman hopped in a Honda Civic and fought crime, and that made it the Batmobile. (laughs) And I love that so much. So, (laughs) thus concludes the thoughts of Daniel Palmer on On, Batman. On Batman. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Well, this has been Mind Pizza, where we give you a piece of our mind. I'm John. I'm Daniel. Thanks for listening to us rant about Batman. We'll see you next week.